Hi, everyone. Happy holidays. Welcome to Malpractice Insights, the show dedicated to helping healthcare professionals understand medical malpractice insurance and providing you with the solutions you need so that you can get back to the work of practicing good medicine. My name is Jennifer Wiggins, CEO of Aegis Malpractice Solutions, and I'm so glad you've joined us today. In today's episode, we're going to do a quick question and answer session, and I'm going to share some reflections on the malpractice market in 2022. After 20 years in the industry, no two years have ever been the same, and this year is no exception. So stay tuned. All right, let's get things started. Hi, everyone. This is Jeff with Aegis Malpractice Solutions here to ask a few questions to Jennifer Wiggins in reflection of the past year, 2022. So, Jennifer, you've been in the malpractice industry for 20 years. So, tell us, how did 2022 compare? 20 years in the malpractice industry means I've seen a lot of ups and a lot of downs. So, 2022 is kind of an interesting year. So we've had a really soft market in the malpractice industry for, gosh, a long time, maybe five to seven years now. And so we've talked about before that a soft market really is to a doctor's advantage. It just means that there's a lot of carriers, lots of competition, lots of people trying to win your business. So it's really great for doctors because it means that premiums are lower, it's easier to find coverage, and it also means that from a retention perspective, carriers are much more eager to keep you happy, so they try to keep your rate as low as possible. So that's what we've been experiencing in the market for, gosh, like I said, five or seven years, if not a little bit more. Contrast that to when I first started my career, it was a hard market. It was right after 9-11, and the insurance industry really shrunk up tight. And at that point in time, the market was just awful. I mean, we were giving, doctors were getting non-renewed for no good reason. It was just carriers who all of a sudden decided they didn't want to write surgical specialties anymore, or they didn't like emergency medicine anymore. And so doctors were getting non-renewed, applications were getting canceled, Um, premiums were really, really high. It was also a season when a lot of insurance companies were going out of business. So it was just a really difficult time in the marketplace. So that's what was happening at the beginning of my career. Lately, we've had the soft market. So 2022 has been interesting because it is still a pretty soft market, but we are starting to see it hardening up a tiny bit. And it's really regionally specific and I guess, specialty specific to a certain degree. So for the most part, there's still lots of carriers. It's still pretty competitive in terms of getting rates. But there are some states that are starting to see some rate increases. Um, So you might be in one of those states and your premium is starting to creep up a little bit. There's also some places where certain specialties um, have had higher than average claims. And so those specialties are starting to get a little bit of a rate increase as well. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens in the future. I think we're going to start seeing the end of the soft market, and that'll continue into next year. The real question will be, how hard will the market get? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So some slightly unfortunate news there for sure. Uh, what about trends in healthcare? What are you noticing as 2022 winds to a close? So 
I can only speak to our experience in terms of providers who need to buy their own malpractice insurance because to be sure, there are still a lot of providers that are employed. They're employed by either hospital systems or large networks or universities. And most of those institutions are self-insured. So those doctors don't need our services because they don't need to shop around for their own insurance. So the people who we're talking to are typically independent practitioners, independent medical groups. But what we are seeing from a trend perspective is a lot of doctors who are beginning to step away from those hospital and healthcare arrangements and actually a little bit of an uptick in those who want to get back into private practice, which is kind of interesting because we did see a huge swell of providers who were selling their practices to join hospitals. And now there's a little bit of a swing back the other way. I wouldn't say it's a huge pendulum swing, but we are getting a lot of calls from doctors who are looking to leave the hospital or leave a large network or even leave a big employer like a large multi-specialty group and they want to just do their own thing. So that's definitely one trend that we're starting to see a little bit more in the marketplace. Um, The other thing that we're seeing much more is telemedicine, and that's obviously as a result of COVID. But that had already started to tick up a little bit even before the pandemic. But now we see doctors who really want that flexibility of being able to have their own practice, but then see patients wherever they are. So telemedicine is definitely another trend that's on the up and up. The third trend that we're starting to see quite a bit is the whole idea of direct primary care. So basically doctors who are done working with the payers and they want to go cash only. And so DPC is getting to be very, very popular as well. So those are three trends that we're seeing in 2022. And I would think that they'll probably continue to increase next year as well. Sure. So talk to us about malpractice carriers. Are they evolving as we head into 2023? And if so, how? This is an interesting question. So malpractice insurance carriers traditionally are extremely conservative. And I can say that because I worked for a carrier for 16 years. And so I've seen that from the carrier side of things. They're generally very slow to change. They're very slow to adapt. Um, And so how are they evolving? I would say... Uh, at a snail's pace, they're evolving. But we are starting to see some things that are beginning to move and progress a little bit further. So we are seeing carriers that are getting a little bit more creative with how they're trying to rate certain types of specialties. For example, I mentioned earlier the whole notion of direct primary care. So that's a relatively new aspect of medicine, just like um, concierge medicine is a new kind of trendy type of, of medicine. Um, And so previously, there was no specific rate for those types of specialists. They would just be rated as family practitioners or general practitioners. Now we have carriers that are getting a little more creative and have developed specific classifications for those providers to give them a rate that more accurately reflects what they're doing. So that is one thing that we are seeing that's helping, I think, the marketplace evolve. Um, The other thing that we're seeing is carriers are realizing that doctors, they want more than simply just a policy and a promise to cover them. They're looking for other tools and resources and things to really help them be able to deliver the best medicine possible. So we are seeing carriers that are getting a little bit more creative in their risk management offerings in terms of education and CMEs. We are seeing carriers also offer other kinds of like value-added products, um, 
such as like, um, I would say, I forget what the name of one of them is. It's where you can actually look up specific procedures and get case studies. Um, MedIQ, I think, is one of the other ones that one of the carriers is now offering. So we are starting to see a little bit of a movement forward in terms of carriers offering more than simply just a policy, but that they're realizing that doctors really want more value so that they can become safer, better providers and able to offer the best care possible. Great. So some good news to go along with areas of concern. Now, let's talk about areas of growth. So in your opinion, where does the malpractice insurance industry still need to improve? You know, again, I mentioned the fact that it's a very slow-moving marketplace. Carriers who have been in business for a really long time, it just takes them a long time to be comfortable before they're ready to make a change. So I think where we need to continue to make improvements is just to be a little bit quicker. Um, For example, one of the things that doctors struggle with very frequently is the ability to get credentialed. You know, if you've got privileges at a hospital, those credentialing things come up very regularly, sometimes annually, sometimes sometimes every other year. But to get those cert- credentialing letters, those certificates, those claim history reports, almost all the carriers are still very, very slow in responding on those. So that's one thing I think the market needs to continue to improve upon is to make those types of things a little bit easier for doctors to access. So I'd also love to see toward that end better customer portals to where doctors can actually log in and access whatever resources they need online. Speaking from an agent's perspective, I think we would love to have more resources like that as well. So, you know, I think we're getting there, but it's again, it's a very slow moving industry. So I think as long as the carriers are continuing to take steps forward specifically with their service that will make a really big difference going forward you know just be easy to do business with easy to make changes um, easy to do inquiries easy to get the kind of documentation that you need those are the types of things that are going to make carriers much easier to work with in the future yeah absolutely now speaking of the future let's now look ahead to 2023 so what can healthcare providers expect in the coming year So I think we're doing an episode next week or the week after about how to buy malpractice insurance in 2023. So, you know, I mentioned earlier that it is a soft market, but it's starting to harden up a little bit. So I think we can expect to see still um, a pretty open marketplace, easy to get coverage. But I think we will start to see that rates aren't quite as competitive as they were before. So in terms of, of what to expect or what doctors should expect, I think you just need to expect to um, do a little bit more work to get the kind of policy that you really need. It used to be that you could just call any carrier and you knew you would get a pretty competitive policy at a good rate. But now with rates starting to change a little bit, it's even more important for doctors to do their homework and really make sure that they're looking at multiple carriers looking at both occurrence and claims made options, budgeting for the future, and really finding the policy that's the right fit for them. So I think it'll be a little bit slower in 23 as the market starts to harden up a little bit, but it will be even more important for doctors to make sure they've got themselves aligned with a quality agent so that they can have a partner that's really got some foresight into the future and can make that process as easy as possible for them. If you have any questions on these topics or you want to make sure that you're covered appropriately, click the link in the description box below where you can connect with us via phone, 
email, or chat today. And if you're listening, please visit us online at aegismalpractice.com. That's A-E-G-I-S malpractice.com. And of course, if you haven't done so already, don't forget to give us a like and a follow. And I'd really appreciate your feedback if you could please leave us a review. Your support really does help us to reach more people. And we're so grateful for your clicks and your kind words. This is Jennifer Wiggins. Thanks for joining us.